Welcome everybody to the American Foundation for the Blind's Inform and Connect series. So excited to have you guys here with us today. Inform and Connect was created so that we could foster camaraderie between the blindness community with informal storytelling. And with our special guest we have today, I'm so excited, is our very own Juan Alcazar, who is a film producer and YouTuber. How are you, Juan? Hey, Melody. Glad to be on here. Um, doing pretty good. Good. I'm glad to have you, and I'm glad you get to be here with our, our funness that we have on Wednesdays. I um, was just so particularly drawn to how your kindness and your compassion and, and your quick wit humor, which I've very much enjoyed the last couple of weeks talking to you. But with that said, can you tell us a little bit about what drew you to your career in film? Well, uh, first of all, my name is, like you said, Juan, and my YouTube channel name is called uh, JC5 Productions. I'm a legally blind filmmaker and YouTuber, and I've been doing YouTube actually since 2011. Actually. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Uh, but I got into film, well, I got into film back when I was in high school, actually. I took a, it started with a creative writing class, and we were just you know, writing short stories and things like that. And next thing you know, the teacher told us, okay, we're going to learn how to write screenplays. And I was like, I've never done that before. Uh, and then it just, that just kind of, uh, I got, you know, I got hooked. And then when I went to college, I thought, okay, let me take a screenwriting class. And fast forward to that, that turned into like majoring in film production. So now, you know, fast forward to me, graduating from San Francisco State with a film degree, uh, I decided to do the film festival circuit, but then, you know, it's film festivals cost money. So I was like, yeah, that's maybe not gonna work out too much because I still, I thought I was like this great out of film school filmmaker, but no, I, I still, my film still needed a lot of work. Uh, so I decided to jump on YouTube but it wasn't until just a few years ago that I finally started talking about my disability on YouTube. And now my channel revolves around uh, talking about disability, visual impairment, but also uh, with the perspective of storytelling. So there's short film, excuse me. So there's short films uh, in there as well. So I try to kind of just have everything go around the storytelling aspect. So it kind of revolves around that. Nice. So in 2017, what changed to have you talk about your, your disability? What, what calling did you see to do that? Well, I basically discovered the disability community, the blind community on YouTube. Um, it was through several YouTubers and I started watching them. I didn't realize that there was an entire community of blind YouTubers. And later I found out also blind bloggers. And that's when I started thinking like, okay, maybe this isn't so bad, especially when folks started talking about using their canes, things like that. And that propelled me into just accepting my disability and also talking about it as well. That is awesome. And, you know, I, I really loved um, what you said in one of your quotes and also watching your, your channel about doing what you do and being passionate about it is kind of like staring your disability in the face and saying, no, you can't control what I do. 
what does that say when you're doing your work? Uh, meaning, uh, I didn't understand too well. Just like when, when you're doing your work, I just love how you said that, like the passion that you have in it. And a lot of people I think are really afraid to move forward with their passions when they have a disability. I mean, I know that myself, I was. So how did it kind of, when you work with that, how does that feel to you when it comes to advocacy? Well, I guess for me, it's because, it, so it's it's tough for a lot of people who have, who have a creative endeavors to move forwards with that passion, especially if they have a disability, because most of the time we're encouraged to pursue something else or do other stuff instead of following your creative uh, dreams. But with me, because I went to film school and and went through that route, I was, I really told myself that, uh, you know what, you can still make films, you can still make videos, but the thing is, yeah, you're going to have to make adjustments. It, it's going to take a little longer to do these things. Uh, and I think a lot of folks who are encouraged to pursue something else really should advocate for themselves because if this is something that they really want to do if they know that this is something they want to do instead of just a hobby they should go for it because if if they don't try then how do they know if this is going to be a passion that works for them or not no i totally agree and <clears throat> i just love the part that you're you're encouraging people to find their passions through the work that you're doing and and for me you know i too you know with you talking about YouTubing and talking about people that you found that are blind blogging, that are doing YouTube channels, that are doing what we would call visual work, right? Mm -hmm. So how did that kind of inspire you? Uh, well, I mean, like I said earlier, um, it just made me realize that there's a whole community online for this. And I started uh, making my own videos, but then I started to reach out to a lot of these folks. And a lot of them now are acquaintances and even friends. And it's just, I, have, I didn't realize how tight knit this community was, but then the more I, the more I realized it's, it's like, wow, everybody kind of knows each other here in a way. And that kind of led me to make a video featuring 10 other YouTubers and myself that, that uh, I really feel is one of my best videos that I've done uh, based on that topic. Well, actually, you're leading me to my next question. I was going to ask you if you could think of one video or one incident that just was just a really amazing experience for you. Can you tell us about it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can go back in time and mention one that was that's I can mention one that uh, is my most popular video and then I can mention the one I just said. Uh, I made a film back in 2012 where <laughs> it's basically two little crumpled up pieces of paper talking to each other because they were <laughs> rejected ideas and they were talking to each other saying like, why did you get rejected? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm hoping that, the, you know, I thought I was special and things like that. And I, I, it was just a simple little idea. And I didn't realize that that was going to get almost half a million views now. I mean, it's, wow. I, I uploaded it back in 2012, but it's gotten quite a, quite amount, a good amount of views by now. But <laughs> post me talking about my disability, I think the most important video is one that's called Blindness is a Spectrum. And like I said, there I featured uh, 10 other YouTubers, mm -hmm. 
10 or 11 other years, I, I lost count, but there's a good amount of us talking. And originally I was going to make a video where I wanted to talk about the whole blindness as a spectrum topic. But then I thought to myself, okay, one person isn't going to cut it. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to need backup here. So I was asking, uh, I asked other folks if, if they were kind enough to do this. I gave them the concept. Some of them told me that the, they wanted to, but they couldn't because of, the, you know, because of time. And I said, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you. Just take your time. And, and yeah, I mean, the finished product is uh, something I'm very proud of. And it really does show that blindness is a spectrum because it, it ranges from folks who have some vision to no vision at all and several different conditions. And I, I couldn't be prouder of uh, any other advocacy video that I've made up to this point. That's awesome. And I, I have to agree with you because I know you and I have talked about how there are so many differences. Like I'm, you know, totally blind and you have partial sight and, and it's a really hard thing for people to grasp. And, and with what we're doing, even in different spaces, you know, me at the at AFB, American Foundation for Blind, and then me doing what you're doing, we're all in this together with inclusion. Mm -hmm because we are showing that there are different spectrums, just like people, we all are different. Um, mm -hmm. And I think if we looked at it more at a, that kind of you know, smaller level that we're just people, it would take away a lot of the uncertainties and could bring more inclusion. So speaking of inclusion, how do you do that when you are in your filmmaking? What are your goals for that? As far as uh, inclusion is concerned, just, uh... In, in what way though? Just... In the way of like how we can be seen, people that are blind or vision impaired, no matter what our spectrum, to be included in everyday life. Well, for me, it's, it's a bit limited because especially right now, since uh, it's kind of hard to go out and film stuff. So I'm trying to tell things from my perspective, but of course I know I only speak for myself. I can't speak for even two or three other blind people because no two blind people see alike right but what i can do is i can try to do some of the raising awareness part like most sighted people don't know that we use technology or how do you use the phone um how is cane travel like <laughs> yeah. and like i recently like last year i made a video talking about how i traveled to chicago and i know that's just coming from my perspective but still if it's able to shed a bit of light into giving someone who doesn't know about this just an overall picture, I think, then I've done my job. But yes, like I said, uh, the more voices that we have out there, the better, because different perspectives. Yes, agreed completely. And it also shows the spectrum of what you want to do in your first video you spoke about. Mm -hmm. So Juan, <clears throat> I know I'm interested in wanting to know this. How, is there any type of, like when you are in the, the throes of it and you're creating something and you have it in your mind, when it comes to implementation, like, so, you know, if I wanted to create a YouTube channel or, or if anybody that's blind, what do you do to, are there any adaptations that you do? Um, yeah, like for, for editing, uh, I tend to use the zoom magnification, just a lot of magnification features. I'm trying to learn how to use a screen reader for, for editing, uh, for filming. It's a little tougher. I have to do all this, like, jerry-rigging at the moment. Uh, sometimes I can't see where the camera is because I, I usually take the, my glasses off because, I don't know, they, they make my eyes look really small and for some reason I'm kind of uncomfortable showing that on camera. 
so I have to put like some sort of marker so I can kind of see something and I'm like, okay, the marker's right there. I, if I just look a couple inches down, then that's, that's where the lens is. Um, I mean, it's, it would be nice if there are, if there was some sort of movie camera or just some sort of video camera that was accessible to folks like who are wanting to get into filmmaking. I know the iPhone's great. I know it gives you uh, an idea of like where, if you're taking a picture, it'll tell you where the person is in frame. But still, I mean, I wish something like that was adapted into uh, a video camera. But yes, yeah, we were talking about that. Would be great. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you find when you're doing like when you're in that creative process and you're putting it together and you're talking about using a screen reader? Do you find that what workarounds do you use with the adaptive technology that we have? Uh, well, for the time being, the majority, like I said, is during editing. So, but for for the filming part, that that's a little tougher because it, it's okay. So this is my filmmaking side coming out. But we were taught like don't set anything to auto. All your camera settings have to be on manual. So that means if I'm just filming myself talking in front of the camera, I would have to put something in my place where I'm sitting, and I'm like, okay, focus on that now sit down where you are, kind of lean forward awkwardly and lean back and okay, now remove the card, put it in the, put it in the computer, see if you're in focus, zoom in really close and then if, <laughs> if not, uh, repeat. <laughs> so it, it, it's kind of a cumbersome process. So th that's why I kind of don't like it when I film myself. I, I rather film other stuff because it's like, okay, that's in focus. I can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so I'm going to give, so we just, when I, um, I just sent out the, with this, for the reminder for everybody that what we were doing this today is, you know, and, and everybody, um, Dave Steele was featured on here a couple of episodes back. Can you tell us about the collaboration of that project? Because I think that would be a good, I mean, you showed so many visuals um, of how, you know, with him doing his poetry and reading it. But what I was really impressed with in the work you did was, you know, obviously the, the music with it, but also just the images that, that you created is can you tell us walk us through how you do that uh yeah so so first of all uh i've known dave for you know a little while now maybe a, a little bit over a year and ever since i started reading his poetry i thought to myself maybe what if i ask him if i turn one of his poems like not, not into a short film but like having having like a visual accompaniment to it and I reached out to him and luckily he agreed and gladly he agreed. And I thought like, okay, let me go through your, your books. Let me see which one, which one I like. But then he said like, oh, here's a new one. Here's, here's a whole new one <laughs> for you to try <laughs> out. And we kind of agreed on like, I kind of told him like what uh, the message I wanted the poem to have. And luckily he had one ready to go. So the majority of the visuals that you see in in the short film well in the in the visual piece it's a lot that's a lot of footage that i had already shot uh months ago and sometimes i just go out and like you know try to film just nice looking stuff you know just just to have just in case but then the the, the more i thought about it i was like wait i can use a lot of these and these kind of go really well of course i shot some more things uh like there's a shot of me reading braille or uh, like a spoon falling on the, on the floor, things like that, because I wanted to incorporate as many things about blindness 
as many visuals about blindness into the into the piece. Um, the music, it took me a while to find. I, I'm always picky with music. It takes me a good <laughs> hours. It takes me hours <laughs> to find the music. So I'm all lining up the music. I'm like, no, this doesn't go well. No, this one's too cheerful. No, this one's too dull. <laughs> so that that's that's my process right there. But no, it it turned out really well. Uh, no, it did. It was amazing. It was it was quite awesome to see um, to see that. It was it was very moving. Yeah, an amazing job. I'm I'm grateful to Dave for uh, allowing me to do that. So thank you, man. Thank you for for doing that. And I know you're here. <laughs> or I think I know. I think I know you're here. <laughs> well, that is so awesome. I um, you know, I just. I'm in awe of you because I have the hardest time even when I am uploading anything to YouTube or, or whatever. And it's something that I really want to get into. And if you had like some advice to somebody who wanted to move into like to doing a YouTube channel or to use any type of social media, what one tip would that be? Find your deeper purpose. I know that sounds a little hokey and cheesy and cliched, but the, the thing is a lot of people want to start because they want the views or they just want some quick results. But the thing is, if you don't have like this deeper meaning, this deeper purpose for doing this, like it's like, it's like when you ask someone, okay, what do you do? That's easy to answer. But if someone asks you, why do you do it? that's a little tougher to answer. And the thing yeah. is, the, the clearer that why is, the better, you know, the more focused you actually are. Because a lot of times when I've gotten stuck, I've kind of reminded myself like, okay, why are you doing this in the first place? And that's kind of just steered me in the right direction again. So you really do have to find that, that deeper purpose as to why you're doing this. Because so many people say they want to be positive. They want to make people laugh. And that's great, but what's what else? I mean, people tune into TV shows, people watch movies because they personally get something out of it. It's like you watch your favorite movie or TV show because you, you know you, you have some sort of you make some sort of connection, and that's what you have to identify with what kind of connection you're making with the audience. It's a tough question to answer, and it took me several years to figure that one out. <laughs> and well yeah, that's awesome. Your why story is definitely, you hit me with that one. <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't until I started talking about my disability that I realized my why, because at first I was like, I'm just going to make movies. But next thing you know, I'm like, wait a second, maybe you're onto something. Maybe you can talk about the same things, but maybe in a, from a different perspective. So that's my why now. And I, you know, I really feel like I found my voice on YouTube now. That is awesome. And I, I think you have, well, I know you have to, my friend. I, I've been completely moved by everything that you've, um, that I've watched and, and just meeting you as a person and knowing that you are genuine and, and you're doing it for your purpose. And I think you send a really good message off before we go into, you know, as we, we end this is that, that we all need to be looking at ourselves, especially at this time, you know, what is our why? Why do we do what we do when, when life gets nuts and chaotic? And thank you for, for reminding us all of that. Juan, thank you so much for everything that you've shared with us today. It's been so amazing giving people tips on if they want to get into building their own YouTube station 
and just all the things that you've done and shared with us and all of your advocacy. We really appreciate it. Your creativity is awesome. If you guys want to learn more about the American Foundation for the Blind and our programs, please visit AFB.org. Thank you and have an amazing rest of your week.